Hey guys, Kai here. So today I'm joined by Amoy, the creator of Making of Millennial Mogul. And I'm very excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here. So what's going on in your world? What's happening with so you? So much is happening with me. <laughs> so I'm going through uh, transitions, not only like, definitely like personal things and then career like my day career is going through transition and then I'm also going through a transition with um web show so I'm in the process of rebranding um it used to be called real talk with Amoy. Mm -hmm. it's the talk is still real mm -hmm. but I'm focusing on entrepreneurs and moguls okay um and the questions and the quest for insight comes from a millennial so we actually met at the Blavity conference, which was super life-changing. It really was. It was so inspiring. There was just so much excellence, black excellence, black yes. girl magic. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> like, it was. It was I was on an excellence high yeah. for a while. Yeah. I'm like, did this just happen? Right. Like, was I really in the room with all these beautiful creative people? Um and it was it was really like it was a space where I needed to be because, you know, like going to things like that, it validates your passions and, you know, your journey in a sense. It inspires you to really keep going. And even like, um, you know, you get new ideas for like you to like cr for creating and, yes. you know, new paths, new journeys and things like that. So it was, it was really awesome. What was your favorite part about it? Oh, my gosh. What was my favorite part? Um, hmm. I loved, oh my gosh. It was a lot. It was a lot. And I'm like, can I really choose? Okay, one of my favorite parts uh -huh. was the shea butter they gave out. Yeah. And the gift I, bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So for with Blavity, shea butter is a priority. And oh, I'm yes. here for it. Yes, girl. <laughs> yes, I love it. understand us. Yeah. Um, and I guess that speaks to them understanding their audience yep. and really giving their audience what they want because they yeah, get us they do. Um, and even you can tell even through the language that they use with their blog posts Ooh, and yes. things like that so they really get it and um, they're serving their, their community they are like I really do look forward to their um I don't know if you're a part of their newsletter, but their yes. daily newsletter yeah. just gives me the... Those headlines? Yes, the headlines <laughs> of everything happening in the black community, you know, from Blobbity. Right, so I love right. That. You know what I liked about that um, conference was everything that you said, but I learned what self-care meant. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know what it is, though? I've been... It's... Oh my gosh, it's almost like until you see someone who's in power and who's has who's leading a great career or has a career that you admire, mm -hmm. it's almost like it's not until they say it's okay to take this time for yourself because I almost felt guilty. Yep. The you know for needing like sometimes I need to just take a bath and get my hair done, do my nails, yes, get a facial, yes. like you know exfoliate right. <laughs> right you know some well that's how that's my form of self care yeah. you know um and so it's like it's something that i'm kind of like since then especially been telling myself I'm more, it's okay actually you need this because to be able to function at your best you need to do this because i find that when life gets crazy mm -hmm. you can tell because my hair is crazy my nails <laughs> are like chipped, crazy, <laughs> broken, uneven. 
you can always tell. Right. And I'm like, ah. Oh. I love your nails, though. <laughs> Thank it's you. It's like writing on it, you Thank guys. You. It's so cool. Thank you. Um. So, yeah, I think it is super important, mm-hmm. self-care. And, yes. and you're right. It kind of... You kind of feel guilty taking a break, or right. but no, you need it. You need we it. all need because it because then you can't really be at your best. Because exactly, I've, I've seen myself kind of like a little cranky, a little this, a little mm-hmm. just like you know, and it's because I probably need a massage, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> True, no, seriously, yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit more about making of a millennial mogul so making of a millennial mogul is um my web show Mm -hmm. that i'm currently in production okay i'm working on the website but it's a platform where i invite um those who have been there and done that as well as those who are here doing this so it really highlights um other millennials who are really creating their own paths um either entrepreneurs or moguls and i'm also seeking out entrepreneurs so even Mm -hmm. if they don't start their own business if they're doing something to really change their industry or just doing something uniquely different or Mm -hmm. eye-catching um i'll i'll definitely invite some of them to share their insight but it's really to highlight um you know small businesses, entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs, and show like, hey, this is what someone else around your age is doing um, so that people can get an inside look into what it takes to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, still possibly can be inspired or just be aware that people are out there doing this because, you know, it's like you can't be what you can't see. Love it. You know? So true. So it's like if you see someone else doing it, even if it's not exactly something that you'd want to do, but it it gets, you know, juices flowing. It opens up your realm of possibility for yourself um, just to be aware that these things are happening. Right. And I also invite um, entrepreneurs who are veterans, you know, who've been doing it a lot longer because they obviously have... Um, more insight, a different perspective. And so the questions come from a millennial. Okay, yeah. (laughs) You know, and the millennials want to know how are you doing what you're doing? How did you get where you are? And making a millennial mogul really gets you those answers. Mm -hmm. How is this person who you see, their social media is on point. The branding is flawless. Um, Their marketing, like... It's great. It's targeted. Their product is really cool or whatever the case is. Um, How are you doing what you're doing? How? How are you doing this? Because it's like, okay, it's like, okay, if I want to do something similar, how can I get started? What are some steps I can take to kind of get that going? Right. Um, And so, of course, and like the people who are living the lives that we want. How did you get where you are? You know, or have the careers that we want. How did you get there? And so, yeah. Oh, I think that's so important because um, when we see successful people, we see their success. So we see them at the pinnacle, the height of their success, but we don't see the trajectory. Exactly. And so that misleads a lot of people. It really does. It really does. And I think... You know, because it really, it's easy to, to, to brag about the highlights and, you know, everything that went well in your career. But I, I want to show people the dips, the low points. Yes. Um, that there are low, low points because yes. then it makes you, number one, a little less hard on yourself. 
understanding that you know okay so you didn't just like everything didn't just go exactly how you thought it would (laughs) um but that's okay because that's a part of it yeah and what you didn't know is that you know oprah was fired from her first job or whatever the case was it's just like understanding that you know these low points are really a part of the journey and um and that's what making of a millennial mogul seeks to do yeah um to really kind of like give people a more well-rounded and full scope of entrepreneurs. I love it. Um, can you name one millennial mogul that inspired you and tell us a little bit about their story? Ooh, okay. So one millennial um, that I can say, because she's actually like one of the last um, people that I interviewed recent like I interviewed her recently so she's like top of mind Damali Elliott Mm -hmm. she is the founder and director of a nonprofit organization called Petals and Bells yes which seeks to um motive well encourage uh urban girls to dream bigger louder and smarter love it and through different excursions and um exposure activities um outings and as well as um you know visits to like job shadowing type things visits to like corporations mentorship um through through those experiences and programs um their curriculum really like hones in on like girls that are from like poverty-stricken um neighborhoods and that are like who have kind of that drive and passion to succeed but are in very like tough circumstances yeah and it really like it hones in on them and like really guides them right and, like give them you know help them with those extra in those different areas where they need so it can be like anything from etiquette and confidence to like career goals and goal setting and you know different things like that so she really inspires me because number one i'm like well can I sign up for pedals and bills? Exactly. Because, <laughs> you know, like, when I hear about the things that they get to do and they have, like, one-on-ones with, like, you know, successful women and um, they they went to the TED office. Um, nice. Yes, yes. They went to the TED office and they partnered with um, some companies to really, like, so the girls can, like, go there and kind of see how the people work and they talk to them. Um, and so it's like, I like, I would have loved something like that when I was growing up. Right. Um, and it's something that I see that's needed. Yeah. You know, totally. and we, and like, I just, I like, I totally completely want that program to succeed just because the way that they're doing it, that they, they really do focus in on more than just getting test scores up and more than just, you know, like necessarily like performance in school, but like more so the whole person, you know, the whole girl. And it really like, um, they, are in the program through from like I think early tweens like until like graduation college. Whoa, that's so awesome. it's it, it really is awesome because it's like okay, you know, you can have you can give these young urban girls this one experience in their life when they were eight or ten or whatever the case is, but to really have people there 
who are dedicated to helping them succeed throughout yes. throughout and really providing that you know that support whether it be mental emotional motivation encouragement which is definitely needed which i know from experience is not readily available in in a lot of the the homes in right. those um in, in in urban areas so it's just like seeing how uniquely they do it i'm like i want that to succeed i want the program to grow and i would i want more programs just like that to to be at other like all over the country right because if we really um if we really like you know focus on things like that i think it can really like help you know a revolution really a change speaking of change <laughs> um one of your taglines says that you want to be the change you want to see in the world yes how do you plan on doing that so i start with thinking of a yeah. mogul so oh, let's see like when I was growing up, media, television was like my window to the world. Um, I first learned about, I didn't know there was a place named Paris until I saw like Passports Paris, mm-hmm. you know, um, on TV or like there were certain things I didn't know about until I saw it on television yeah. because I wasn't going to these places, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm like from a small country parish in Jamaica and I grew up, you know, when I came here, like I grew up in an urban community and it's not what people were talking about on a, a, a regular basis. Um, so I know that through the content that I create, I want to really give other people the gift that media gave me. Oh, that is so magical. <laughs> And so I see, I see how, um, you know, how certain people are portrayed in the media and I really want to diversify the images that are presented in the media. And I believe that there is a thirst for smart, entertaining content. Yes. Um, I know that Ratchet TV gets a lot of light and shine and not just, I mean, it has its place, but I also believe there's a thirst for other things too. Right. So I'm like, well, since I see the thirst and I see the need, this here is my um, my attempt to fill it. Love it. I want to move into creating dream jobs and how important that is. Not even jobs, but Mm -hmm. creating dream platforms, Mm -hmm. creating organizations like Petals and Bells, creating Mm -hmm. um, shows like um, Making of a Millennial Mogul, Mm -hmm. like. I want to talk about that. What advice would you give? What are some tips you would give to someone wanting to start their own platform? Number one, do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, because do it. Just do it. And then also um, know that you can start small. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a tendency to think cute. Right. Like I can see the big picture and I can tell you like all the different things that I want to do and be. Um, filling the little parts is where I'm finding, well, I've had the challenge and that's where I am now, but definitely start small. I think we have a lot of free resources at our fingertips. Yeah. Um, so don't think that you can't do it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can definitely start like to use a website or a blog, um, or somewhere to host your site for not a lot of money. Um, and you can start out with their templates. Like, you don't have to go spending a whole lot of money to begin with. 
Um, you can obviously use social media, which is like free advertising and marketing. Um, and it's also exciting because you get to learn different things because you have to figure all these different things out. Yeah. And you can test a marketing strategy you may have an idea for. Um, but also, um, you know, so start small, use all the free resources that you can. Um, <laughs> That's true. Yeah, like, so it's like, if it's reading about blog posts and um, reading, like, the, the advice that you get from other successful blogs and things like that, successful bloggers. And then also, um, don't be afraid to partner with people and, and pick other people's brains. So true. Um, because... We are not islands unto ourselves. We're here with other people for a reason. And I am one to tell you that if I could clone myself and be the camera person, be in front of the camera, do this, do that, and do and play every single role, mm-hmm. I would. Right. However, <laughs> however, you cannot. And those relationships that you build with people, just by having conversations and picking their brains or working together on a project... Um, end up being relationships that you may have that may bloom into much more in the future. So true. I can tell you Mm -hmm. a lot of people that I see working together, whether they've started a business together, whatever the case was, Mm -hmm. they start out small together. Right. Or they were friends in college. Um, The Blavity Conference. The the co-founders of Blavity were friends. I think they all went to school together. Yeah, I think so. Um, I was talking to one of the vendors and I'm like, oh, so how did you get involved with this? Oh, me and Morgan are friends. Oh, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And so it's just like, okay, sometimes you have to call in favors. I met, um, Mark Paul Turner who was volunteering with me and I'm like, oh, he was like one, he was like one of the few guys there. So of course he stood out. Right. So I asked him, so, you know, um, like what brought you to this? What made you want to like volunteer and what do you do? Turns out he's he's friends with um, one of the co-founders as well, and he was just helping out as oh, a favor. Nice. And so I'm like, okay, so sometimes you do have to call in favors because it's not, I you know, like I can understand not wanting to ask for help or not feeling like, oh, you know, you don't want to bother people. But honestly, people are happy to help. It feels good to help back. And it, it's also, like, it's another, it's, like, investment that you make into those relationships and those friendships. So, um, yeah, don't be afraid to start small. Mm-hmm. Um, do it as in, inexpensively as possible if you, you know, like, unless you have, like, a whole lot of money to, you know, to start something. You can really start small. Do it. Use all the re- free resources that you can. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, actually, you should probably ask for help. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what drove me to that conference, actually. Mm-hmm. It's so funny that you say that because I went there feeling like an island and feeling like, uh, like, why am I doing this by myself mm-hmm. when I can meet other people, when I can, like, start networking and help others and they can help me and we can all be together. Uh-huh. Um, and I feel like so many times as bloggers, as content creators, we try to do it all ourselves until right. we learn until and eventually learn. we learn yeah um yeah so you work a typical nine to five job mm-hmm. but you also what led you to creating your platform like what was it about 
this typical route that made you realize you did not want to have a typical career and you wanted to create your own? So when did I, it's so, oh my gosh, it's really, it's it's so okay. Mm -hmm. When I, so I grew up in a Caribbean household, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they don't want you to be a nurse, doctor, teacher, you know, lawyer or something like that, right? They want you to be that, yeah. Quote, unquote, practical, right? So, um, within, I've always been an artist. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, at some point, I had to kind of, like, really reflect on myself and decide, like, what's true to me. Yeah. Um, And the plan was for me to become a doctor. That's kind of what I wanted. And then by senior year of high school, I realized I don't actually want to be the doctor. I just want... You know, and with anything that I do, it's like no matter what I do, if I decided to do cosmetology, like I, my goal was to change the industry. Like I was going to find the the cure for stretch marks. Like (laughs) I was going to revolutionize everything. Um, You know, so with a doctor, I'm like find the cure for AIDS and Mm -hmm. all these things. And I realized I don't want to be the doctor. Like I want to be the person that adapts their, that, that doctor's autobiography to film to something or do interview them you know, for, or breaks the story or whatever the case is. And so I had to really look into myself, be true to me. And I realized that I'm an artist. I've always loved, um, I love acting, you know, that's something that actually comes a little more natural than other things. And I love the stage and there's always been a part of me that's loved the performing arts. And, um, so I'm like, okay, (laughs) I'm still kind of like, okay, so you're going to run off to be an actress? That almost, it, it, there was also a part of me that was un, um, that there was uncomfortable with just going out on auditions and just hoping to be chosen for something. I'm like, no, I need to have a little more control with my destiny a little bit. Yes. Um, so I decided to study film. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't even know right away that film was my passion. I did communications. Very general. I'm like, we can go anywhere with this. We yeah. can do marketing, you know, and it could be the business side or whatever the case was. But um, but I did know that I wanted to create my a, a career, something that was unique. And for some, I guess there was a part of me that knew, even though I didn't know all the parts of it, that knew that it wasn't, it wasn't out there yet. Mm. You know, um, like what I'm going to be isn't there yet. Right. Um, so there were points when I realized film was my passion and I, I admired Oprah. At, there was a point where I described myself as like Tyler Perry and Oprah had a baby. <laughs> like, and that's me. Right. Um, that's because that was the closest kind of analogy I had, I guess. And then there's just, like, I realize that there's just so much more that I want to do. Um, and there isn't necessarily a typical job or dream job that, you know, that I could really apply for that says, so oh, it's all these things. Um, there are jobs that speak to s- different aspects of what I want to do. And mm-hmm. I can build part of myself there. But... I knew that the typical working for someone wasn't necessarily for me. Mm-hmm. Or I shouldn't say, because there was a time where I considered maybe marketing and advertising and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But there's also a part of me that wants to create. Right. And have a little, and really have more influence with what I create. Right. Um, I know that, like, 
you know, as a journalist, you report on what they want you to report on. Yeah. You know? You report on what people are expecting at 10 o'clock at night or whatever the case is. Um, there are certain things that are given more attention. And I'm like, I, 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 it's like I hear you and I know mm-hmm. that's important. But, um, like, people, like, educational tracking is huge. You know, like, to me, that's what I experience. And, like, we, like, more attention needs to be paid to certain things that I, like, there are certain things I just feel are, yeah. like, are being overlooked Yep. Being ignored. And those are the things I want to draw the attention to. So it was almost just like, okay, be looking into myself, knowing what's important to me, my values, and just, um, and also the lifestyle. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I just felt like there's just so many different parts of me and so many different things that I want to do that I'm going to, like, it, it almost became obvious I'm going to have to create a career. <laughs> I'm going to have to create this career because yes. it's not necessarily out there. Because exactly. one minute I want to do fashion <laughs> and the next minute I want to interview people. Oh. And, you know, like, I want to design and maybe be a buyer or whatever the case is. There's just so many different things I want to do. And I'm like, I'm going to have to create it myself because if I do that, I can do those are things that I see people do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, okay. I really... And that's why it's great. Because when you create your brand, it can be anything you want. Yes. Really. Pretty so, much. Yeah. <laughs> I relate so much on so many levels. Uh-huh. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, I will say that going on your own and doing things for yourself is challenging. Yes. So you talked about Oprah. Uh-huh. Oprah created OWN, uh-huh. which was her own network, but it had, it was an up and down journey. Now it's on the up. Uh-huh. It wasn't always like that. So what advice do you have to people who don't find immediate success and who may get discouraged in the process of building a brand for themselves? So... Okay, so I I went to a Get Motivated uh, business seminar earlier today. Les Brown was there and a lot of other uh, motivational speakers and things like that. And I've been looking at quotes because, believe me, I've experienced that lack of motivation a number of times. Um, But the thing is, you have to, and this is something I constantly tell myself because it's crazy because I'm motivated by results. Mm Mm-hmm. So when I start doing things and I don't see the results right away, I'm just like, okay, what's going on? Is yeah. it not working? Yeah. But the thing is, it's like it's almost like I need the results to get me to do what I need to do to get the results. Okay, wait. <laughs> which is not, which is backwards. Oh, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, <laughs> no, you need to do it, keep doing it, and then you'll see the results, yes. you know? Yes, yes, um, yes. So just know that, you know, there's no such thing as an overnight success. I like to say it's night overnight, 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 overnight. You Love know, it, it's yeah. not, it's definitely gotta, it's not gonna be one night. Right. You know, um, I say it's night overnight, overnight, overnight because you have people who have their three jobs and mm-hmm. they spend their nights working on their passion. And yeah. it's gonna, it's going to take some time. And so you will have those kind of ups and downs. And so, um, you know, something that might have just, like, seems to, like, just pop off right away. Those, number one, are very rare. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, those were also built in the making. Like, let's just say Snapchat's, like, one, like the fastest growing, like, social media platforms. Like, as far as, like, 
you know, it. No, I don't think there aren't any that blew up that fast. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the guys, um, the founder's really young, mm-hmm. but who the heck knows how long he's been working on developing it? Exactly. And even not even if he didn't, you know, even if he didn't spend like you know a whole lot of time developing that, he's probably developed other things. Right. He probably started when he was thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. You know yeah. what I mean? And so you can't, you cannot, um, you know compare yourself or your beginning to mm-hmm. someone else's middle that's a that's a quote i i have to remind myself too and you have to remember that you don't you don't know their story of what you know what they've been doing mm-hmm. to get where they are so it may seem like it happened overnight but it it took something mm-hmm. it took some work you know they've probably been working at coding for years or, right um, but yeah, there's no such thing as overnight success mm-hmm. and, you know, success, not seeing success right away is normal, mm-hmm. but also you have to define what success is. Uh-huh. And then, you know, I think keeping a good view of, uh, or idea of what success is to you. Yes. And then another thing that's important is enjoy the journey. <sighs> yeah. Enjoy the journey. And I say that to you and I'm saying it to myself too. Yes, like, girl. Enjoy the journey. That's mm-hmm. something I have to tell myself because it's like, you know, these goals that I that I have, it's mm-hmm. going to take a little time to get there. Yes. But I don't want to be holding my breath and waiting to live until I, you know, waiting until I meet those goals to live. Like, I want to live now. I want to enjoy the time now. So, yes, enjoy the journey. And um, one thing I'm going to make sure I do is listen to podcasts and keep quotes and things around that keep me motivated. Yeah. Um, and people around. Yeah. That keep me motivated. So true. Yeah. Because it happens. You, you, sometimes you, you lose motivation a little you bit. You do. You know? So. It is important to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, before we talk about purpose, I want to ask you, what are your, just tell me like three key elements that your dream job would have oh okay three key elements is one that allows me to really be myself yes you know one that allows me to be myself you know put all my ideas out there like Mm -hmm. the ideas that I have for designing and um either whether it be products merchandise or a show Mm -hmm. that really allows me to be myself because I think that is the people that I admire the most mm-hmm. are the people that get paid for being dope. Yep. Just being themselves. I love it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so that is definitely one aspect that my dream career has. One that just really allows me to be me. Yeah. Share my ideas with the world. Mm-hmm. And make money doing it. Oh, yes, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, another thing is one that allows me to travel. Yes. So important. Yes. Traveling. And then also, I would say I love flexibility. Mm-hmm. Basically, like I work when I want to, where I want to, <laughs> for how long I want to. Yes, girl. From wherever I want to. Say it, girl. <laughs> say it. You know. Um, but flexibility yeah. is is definitely a very important key in uh, my dream career. Um. So. I want to talk about purpose because I feel like you even mentioned it. We're supposed to enjoy the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is such, using hindsight, the journey is so important. Mm-hmm. And it really is 
beautiful. I know it sounds corny, but mm-hmm. like when you look at where you used to be five years ago to where you are now, mm-hmm. and, and this is only the beginning, it is important. But a part of that journey is finding purpose. Right. And I feel like the journey helps you to discover passions. But purpose is ultimately what we're put here. Right. On this Why earth. are we here? Why are we here? So I want to ask you, are you living in purpose? Have you found your purpose? I believe that I have. Okay. I think I think the reason why my passions are so strong mm-hmm. um, to the point where it's like I'm up at night thinking about you know, these ideas and things that I have, um, they've also been confirmed by God. Yes. You know, I yes. am a believer. I'm, faith is extremely important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, my relationship with God is important. Um, but they've been confirmed. Yeah. It's, I, I have to say, like, there was a time where I almost felt guilty because, you know, like, Hollywood and the whole industry is, like, completely, like, direct opposite <laughs> of the church. And, it you is. know, so it's like, Am I bad because I want to be an actress? I know. Like, I know. <laughs> you know, but the thing is, God gives you these gifts and talents for a reason. And there's a reason why I love it so much. There's a reason why I have such a passion for it. And so I do believe I'm living in purpose. I think, you know, even with the what I'm doing with the making of a millennial mogul, mm-hmm. it's not about me. Mm-hmm. I want to put other people on. Yeah. You know, I want to put other people on. I want to get them more exposure mm-hmm. and I want people to be inspired and because I was inspired because I saw you know someone who I remember I remember Oprah had this interview with uh Camille Winbush she was the actress that used to be on uh, Bernie Mac the mm-hmm. show she played the oldest I niece. Love- yeah. Yeah. So she was when she was about sixteen. Mm-hmm. She opened up um, her own ice cream shop like it was an ice cream sandwich shop mm-hmm. and I was like wait a minute hold on. Wait, kids can start businesses? Like, that's that's a thing? They could, right. they could do that? Um, <laughs> because I was always, I always thought that I had to wait till I grew up right. to do anything like that. And then that was, like, my first kind of, like, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. So now I have these, these, like, the possibilities for myself have now opened up. I'm like, oh, that's something I could possibly do. And then, so I really, like, I want to do that for other people. Yeah. You know, I want, in even in small ways, to really do that for other people. Like, we watched, when we were growing, were growing up, we watched, let's say, The Cosby Show and, you know, A Different World, um, reruns for us. Yeah. And, like, Moesha, Sister, Sister. One thing I, I realized that those shows had in common is that they showed the main characters going off to college and kind of going through those lives. And I'm like, if I didn't see that, like, my first ideas of what college would be like was from watching from Sister, that. Sister. Yep. You know, there was an, it was an episode where Tia... You know, they thought she was in college because she was so mature. And then they were at a coffee house. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want to go to college. I'm going to be <laughs> hanging out at coffee houses right. talking about things like, you know. Um, and so that is important. And, and that's why I believe that because it's not about me, mm-hmm. because I really do have this. Like, I really want to inspire people. And I want people to see the greatness in themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to start getting those juices flowing and and kind of, like, pour into people from a different angle. Yeah. You know, and and help them to realize, like, okay, 
yes, faith is important. Yes, serving God is important. Mm-hmm. But don't forget, like, realize the gifts that he's given you. And also realize that you can use those gifts in a plethora of different arenas. So ultimately, when, you know, it's all said and done, what do you want to be remembered for? I definitely want to be remembered for um, creating inspiring oh I like that inspiring motivating uplifting um and being like this well-rounded person um mogul entrepreneur (laughs) (laughs) well one who's very stylish of course (laughs) um but yeah I really do want to be you know remembered for for that and really like helping you know people kind of realize their own passions Mm -hmm. and their own you know other gifts and purpose and things like that i love it Mm -hmm. all right guys well that's our show we talked about millennials we talked about moguls we talked about the journey creating your own dream job i hope you guys enjoyed this conversation with amoy and amoy um if you have anything to share where can people find you what website you have where can we watch your shows okay so the the name of the show is um making of a millennial mogul so um I'm still working out the the website names and things like that, branding and all that. But Making of a Millennial Mogul is the name of the show right now. If you want to check out um, anything I've done in the past, you can go to youtube.com backslash Amoy KT. But once everything is up, once you you Google Making of a Millennial Mogul, believe me, you will find everything. Got it. (laughs) Awesome. And I'll put all your details um, in the caption okay, for this podcast. Good. Well, as for me, remember, follow the blog, lifestylebykai.com. The Twitter is blogs, And the Instagram and SoundCloud and iTunes is lifestylebykai. Until next time.